Now, ladies and gentlemen, continuing our uh, coverage uh, this morning. Don't forget, tonight we'll have special coverage right after the Islanders game. Uh, I figure around 9.30 or so. Uh, Tom Schlero and myself will have a ton of guests as we uh, streamline the results. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some uh, some finality in some of the key races. Uh, one in which uh, my next guest is running in as he is vying to keep that third assembly post. He's done a stellar job. Stellar job. And doesn't get enough credit. His name is uh, Joe DiStefano. Nice enough to give us a couple of minutes on this election day. Sir, how are you? Good morning, Jay, and thanks for having me on. Stellar job. That's how you, when somebody throws DiStefano's name out there, I say, you know what? Guy's been a, a staple in a very short time. You know, you kind of go under the radar, but it is what it is. What are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energized. I've been to a number of our next governor's uh, rallies, and the enthusiasm and the, and the lightning in the room is, like, unbelievable. People are coming out. They're, they feel the energy, and I think that's going to carry through to the rest of this day, and hopefully in a couple hours we'll have a new governor and we'll all be able to work together for a change. Joe, what are the key issues? What are the key issues you're feeling as far as uh, the folks in your area? Well, as you know, you remember my career working at the sheriff's office. Uh, everybody I talk to, of course, crime is number one. Inflation is number two. Uh, the things that they talk about are not even on the radar of what people are thinking. People just want to be safe. People want to go to the store and, and be safe, have their kids go to the playground. Whatever they, their daily activities take them. They just want to feel safe in their own communities, and I think that's paramount. Uh, and our opponents, you know, are always talking about, you know, I don't believe, you know, you don't believe what you see kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I heard Doug this morning. I just heard uh, Dean. Uh, we're all on the same page when it comes to that. And the deniers are going to find out tonight that always denying what the truth really is is absolutely going to hurt them in this election. Joe, you know, I always say elections are governed by turnout and i have a feeling engagement will be key here now we've seen some pretty good numbers across the country locally here i think nearly a hundred thousand cast in suffolk county alone during the uh early uh, voted turnout there uh i mean you agree i mean do you get that feeling also that that more people in this election are more engaged than any other well the proof of the pudding is i was reading the paper this morning where it said only a half a million or 400,000 people came out in the city and voted, and they're panicking because that wasn't enough. Imagine, we've, already, we've turned out 100,000 in Long Island, and we're going strong, and they turned out uh, 400,000, and they're, they're complaining it's not enough. So that tells me that we're on the right track, and we're going to get this, you know, as we all know, Republicans come out, Republicans and conservatives come out on Election Day. Uh, that's our, our plan. That's our ground Work is going to start, and it's been started already since 5.30 this morning. Everybody's been out. Uh, but come uh, another hour or so, we're going to be at our headquarters getting the word out, getting the people out, and getting people to the polls. They call it knock and drag. That's what we're doing, knocking on doors and dragging them to the polls. Knock and drag, knock and drag. As we're talking with Joe DiStefano, he's fine to keep that third assembly uh, post. Uh, Joe, you know, it's, uh, you know, we said it earlier regarding the assembly seats, and the Senate seats, you know, if you look at New York in general, of course, there's a supermajority uh, that has taken place. But when you look at all the numbers, you know, you get a sense, you get nine Senate seats up for grabs here on the island, 22 
uh, in the assembly, and it's about trying, you know, trying to, you know, to strip that supermajority there, that two-thirds uh, or more, you know, the potential power to override the governor's veto. That's what it's about right now. Well, I think uh, in Long Island you're going to see a couple of changes in the Democratic seats. I think we're going to win a couple of Republican seats in the, some of those Democratic-held seats right now. Uh, in the Assembly, as we know, that's, that's you know, pretty much uh, a done deal. However, in our conference, we only need approximately eight seats, keep the ones we have, and add additional seats to break our supermajority. In the Senate, uh, I, that's, that's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen, and there's a, a path to victory that gets us the majority back. Uh, but a lot of things have to fall right for that to happen. Question. I mean, that's what you look for ultimately, uh, without question. Joe DiStefano with us. Uh, a couple of minutes uh, as far as the uh, third assembly uh, is concerned. You know, a lot of people are citing, you know, it's just, Joe, way too expensive. It's gotten out of hand. <laughs> Taxes. Uh, governor put forth a $220 billion budget. Uh, you know, a lot of people have to make tough decisions right now between what's going on with the inflation, the fuel Cold weather, which really hasn't hit the island, you know, in full. You know, we've and listen, when you have a couple of 70-degree days, it kind of clouds the picture, but we know it's coming. We know it's going to come with the very chilly conditions that always exist. You know, we're going to get through November, and here we go into the dead of winter here. But a lot of people have that on their minds as far as this election day. Well, you know, there's only one place to look for that is giving away our energy independence uh, when the current federal administration took over. Um, but more locally, uh, as you remember, I did uh, replace Dean as the assemblyman in this district. And uh, the budget, since I was put into office, went up $40 billion. That's only four years ago that we went up $40 billion. And unfortunately for us, uh, as a state, next year's Miracle money coming from the federal government isn't coming anymore because that's all dried up. And a lot of the pork projects that were obviously we can talk about them all day, you know, the Buffalo Bills new stadium and some other giveaways, uh, paying, you know, twice as much as we should have for the vaccination uh, test kits. Um, those are the things that we look forward to is to, as the out of control spending that this governor has put forth in our state. And it's our job to put that to bed and to make government a leaner meaner machine by doing the right things by the money that the taxpayers give us not the federal one shots that come in every now and again yep uh joe DeStefano uh with us uh without question that is uh that is what's on uh, people's mind a lot of people also have education uh joe you know they're not happy as far as the school situation how the uh, governor has kind of set forth yeah there's money there but it's how you apply those dollars. And this is where it kind of comes up regarding the education system in New York. And a lot of people are sounding off on this stuff. I totally, totally, 100% agreed. This year, we, uh, we actually was able to get more money to the school districts. But like you said, how is that money being spent? Is it being spent on the children? Is it being spent on other means? Uh, when you come in, like you just said, with uh, the energy problems that we're going to be facing, how much of that money is going to go to heating the buildings that these kids are going to be in during the school year? Uh, these are all the things that you have to look at, but getting more money to our schools and reducing the tax burden to our taxpayers is paramount, and we do have to look for other ideas to make that happen.
That is key. That is key. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people sometimes, you know, these things, they think about the bail reform stuff, obviously. They think about the taxes, the economy, the inflation, but they forget sometimes a little bit about the schools, which is right there. You know, top three or four on people's list as far as uh, this election uh, day. You know, Joe, uh, give me a final thought because, you know, we've been in play with this for a long time. Midterms on the national stage, you know, you look at battleground states, so much on the line. We talk about that, but especially in New York, you know, where you have an individual that took over for Andrew Cuomo. You go back to August 10th last year, the resignation. She took the reins on or about the 24th or so of last year. And, you know, listen, you could be very, very practical in your approach to figure out that, hey, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Are we are we okay now? Are we in good shape? Or do you think about years ago? I mean, I always say to people, you know, are you better off now than you want two, three, four years ago? And you really have to honestly ask yourself that. And then that's a question I think that's going to come up today in, in, in a big way for those who might be a little bit on the fence, you know? Agree totally. Uh, you know, our accidental governor, which is what she is, um, she, she has to find her identity. She, she ran to the left as far as she can get. From what I remember of when she used to be a congresswoman up in the western New York, they called her a moderate. I have seen nothing of moderate in her at all. When she came to Albany as the new governor, she was running as far to the left as she could get so that she can get the support of the radical left policymakers. And, uh, you know, that's what happened. We see the money that poured into her campaign over the last 14 months from people who had vested interest of who was going to run our state. And lo and behold, look where we are because of it. Uh, today is going to send a clear message to this, the state of New York that we're not going to take it anymore. We're fed up with this pay-to-play stuff that goes on, and we're going to do the right thing, and we're going to elect Governor Lee Zeldin. And Joe Stefano, ladies and gentlemen, he'll be on the ballot Uh, Republican and conservative lines as he tries to hold that post in Assembly District Number 3, as far as New York State is concerned. Uh, Always a pleasure. we got to have you on a little more often. And uh, we wish you the best of luck, and we'll talk soon. How's that? Thanks, Jay. It's it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, You always have the right side of things. And, uh, you know, you do it bipartisanly, and, and that's how I consider myself. I consider myself a bipartisan. Uh, elected official, friend in government, however you want to put it, uh, trying to do the best for my community to do things the right way so everybody benefits. All right. Well, that's a great approach, uh, Mr. Joe Stefano. Great approach. And we wish you really good luck tonight, all right? And we'll talk. Appreciate that. All right. Maybe I'll call in later on tonight. After Come on down, baby. <laughs> all right, brother. Come on down. Good talking. Come on down. All right. Yeah. There you go. Bye. We'll have the uh, election show tonight. Uh, you'll have Tom there uh, in the studio.